Hi, everybody. This is Michael at the Times News. I'm here with reporter Jessica Williams. Hey. And uh, Isaac Groves is also in here. Present. <laughs> and we'll hear from Isaac in a minute, but I just wanted to uh, rehash sort of what went down at the Alamance County Commissioner's meeting last night. And um, Jessica was outside Mm -hmm. Uh, with all the gatherings and demonstrations. And Isaac was inside actually covering the meeting and listening to all the the speechifying. So, Jessica, tell us, tell us what went down. So I got there a little bit before 6, and by there I mean Court Square and Graham. All of this started with um, three groups, C. Embra NC, Down Home NC, and American Friends Service Committee of the Carolinas, they applied for a permit with the city, um, police said, sometime last week in order to hold a protest outside of the courthouse at 6 p.m., one hour before the county commissioner's meeting. And they are protesting Sheriff Terry Johnson's um, plan to continue partnering with ICE. And they've held a couple of protests throughout the year um, concerning the 287G program and having ICE in the Alamance County Jail. And. To be clear here, Johnson isn't rejoining the 287G program. He said right. that he w this is just to house federal uh, prisoners in the jail. Yes, which these three groups say is just 287G by another name. They don't want ICE anywhere near the Alamance County Jail. So that was their whole thing right. last night. Um, so how many of them showed up? The permit said that it couldn't be any more than 150. Um, by the time I got there, I think they had already been out there for a while, and it looked like it was about 100 people. Mm -hmm. um, and then that continued to die down throughout the night, and a lot of them got in line to actually go into the county commissioner's meeting. How many? You, you mentioned that in the story that it was wrapped around. There was a long line? Yes. Uh, the line to get into the meeting was over 100 people, mm -hmm. and that was kind of chaos for a while. Um, and Graham police, to prepare for that, sent out 14 officers. There were also Alamance County Sheriff's Office deputies, and then they also had other departments on standby in case things got out of control. Okay. Um, and it didn't sound like things got out of control. No, it was very controlled the entire time, and the police were on top of it. I mean, every time I would pass them, they would say, are you getting in line to go into the meeting? What are you mm -hmm. doing? Mm -hmm. We need you to stay here and walk this way. They were very on top of it the entire time. So there was a was there a press area? No, I mean, the press were kind of just circling around because there was stuff happening on every side of the courthouse. Mm -hmm. So I was just walking around the whole time. And how many members of the press were there? Was it just us or were there TV stations there? Or anything? There were a lot of TV stations there, especially earlier in the night when mm -hmm. they were filming the actual protest with Siembra NC. Around seven, most of the TV stations had left. So I was just kind of circling around the, the building for an hour and... One of the rumors that had gone around earlier in the day was that ACT BACK, which stands for Alamance County, taking back to Alamance County, was going to show up as a sort of counter protest because they believed that Ember NC and the other two groups were actually there to try and tear down the Confederate monument on the north side of the courthouse. Mm -hmm. um, but their permit was actually only for the south side of the courthouse, and they were not allowed to leave that area. So the police were stationed on the other side of the courthouse for two reasons. One, to control the line of people waiting to get into the meeting. Right. And two, to make sure that those protesters didn't cause any trouble and didn't go outside of the area they were supposed to be in. And that 
that didn't happen, right? They, no. Everybody pretty yeah. much stayed where they were supposed to be. Yeah. So tell us what happened with the with you you said in the story it was about twelve maybe members or Yeah, there were two quasi members of Actback. <laughs> sure. Um there were two groups. Um they stayed on the other side of the street from the monument and just kind of stood there with their arms crossed and watched. Mm-hmm. And I went over to them earlier in the night and said, Hey, are you all with Actback? And they all said no and then they all walked away. And then later on in the night, the police had kind of caught on that, hey, these people are with ACBAC. And according to Grand Police, the city's ordinance on this on the subject states that you can't have three or more people gathered for a common cause protest unless you have a permit. And each group of men was probably about six or eight people. And I want to say, just from having been to a number of these uh, ACBAC gatherings and rallies and, and demonstrations, that yes... At least three of those people that I saw in your video were that were people that I recognized and knew from from those events. So yeah, and when um, I watched... people online who were saying, "Well, it wasn't ACTBAC; it could just be supporters." Well, maybe, but we know for a fact that it was a, an ACTBAC member whose name I won't mention here, uh, who called for uh, people to come to the courthouse and protect the the monument and be there in mass. Uh, so, and I mean, they had positioned themselves in a place where they could watch the monument the entire time. Yeah. And when I walked up to them, one of them was talking about Gary Williamson, who's the founder of ACTBAC. So it's all signs pointed to them being with ACTBAC. And um, as the night went on, like I said, the police kind of caught on that they were there in an organized fashion. And they had to go over to them a number of times and say, hey, you all need to separate. You need to go down the street. You can't be here. You don't have a permit. And a couple of them resisted. Um, I quoted one of them, I think, saying, mm-hmm. like, what would be what would we be arrested for loitering? Right. Uh, OK, that's fine. I've got money. And I think uh, Rich is probably going to dig in a little bit more on Graham's ordinance and yeah. just the, uh, the we're supposed to have freedom of assembly. Uh, and just our general problems with these ordinances that restrict assembly and petition. Um, so, quite frankly, we're on ACBAC's side on that issue. Like, what right. what could you be arrested for? Why would you be arrested in America for being on a public corner? Right. Um, and and uh, but for safety's sake and for orders' sake, last night uh, it seemed to work pretty well. Yeah. Um, sorry, I, I I got off on a tangent there, but were there any other groups last night that may have been dispersed or that you saw being asked to leave the area? No, not that I saw. Okay. And um, after being told like three times to disperse, I mean, the two groups did and they went down the street to a bar and that was that. Yeah. And then the biggest priority after that was dealing with the people that were waiting in line to get into the meeting. Um, so it sounds like it wasn't very, it was a lot of people. And so that creates some, some amount of chaos anyway, just yeah. everybody trying to get to and from where they're going. But in general, it wasn't unruly. No, it wasn't unruly. There were just a lot of people. And on top of that, there was a lot of traffic in downtown Cram. So the police were just dealing with a lot of different things. Yeah. Thanks, Jessica. Yeah. Thank you. And so Isaac, now we'll jump in with you. Um, you were inside. I was inside. What, what time did you get inside? Did you have to wait in that line? I did not. I did not. I had some uh, some help from the PIO for the sheriff's office. Uh, 
the uh, president of Alamance Community College and I managed to slip around the side and get and get in and get the uh, bailiffs to let us in about six thirty. Oh, it was man. not easy. But a member of the elite media, a member of the elite media. He he and I were both saying, "I'm not sure who's getting who in the, getting who in the door here," but yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so you were in there. What what was it like inside? Uh, pretty crowded. Yeah, when the when the when the crowd filed in, it basically it took them a while to. The, the meeting didn't start till 7.15. They had, apparently had to reconvene in the actual usual chambers and then reconvene in the courthouse, which I mean, I've been to these meetings before and I've never noticed them doing that before, but I'd seen it on the agenda and the, the chair, Amy Gailey, said something about that. So I'm not really sure what that's about. Uh, so the meeting didn't really start till about 7.15 or maybe a little bit later because uh, people were filing in pretty slowly. I think the security mm-hmm. was, kind, was kind of a bottleneck. Yeah. But they opened up the balcony, so the whole place was pretty full. And I should know, but I don't know the capacity of that room, but it was well over a hundred people. And the four of them, uh, spoke about the sheriff's, the sheriff's relationship with ice. Um, one was a local business owner who spoke through a translator and he said, you know, I was, I was robbed what, five times in 2007 and I never went to the sheriff's office because I didn't trust them because ice was there, which the sheriff said was he, there are lots of people that he is sure are, you know, uh, undocumented immigrants who come to his office all the time. And, you know, as long as they're not arrested, they're not going to get, uh, you know, uh, put through any kind of a process. But somebody else, some, there was a, a, a grand man who was saying that the sheriff is, is asserting that uh, increase in, for calls of service. Cause that's what, what's this, what this, uh, what his presentation was about was the strain that's being put on the sheriff's office. They don't have, uh, they have something like, he was asking for 18 more officers, mm-hmm. although he said that they probably should have more to have a, I think they're going for a, a ratio of 2.4 officers per thousand residents, and that's officers who are actually on patrol and not in the jail, not at the courthouse, yeah. um, not doing animal calls, but actually responding to criminal calls, uh, which um, you know seems to be borne out by the numbers he had. There was also a lot of talk about he was saying that to, he and uh, Sheriff Sam Page from Rockingham County, who came and spoke sort of in support of him, both talked about border security and drugs coming up from Mexico and the Sinaloa cartel. Um, Sheriff Johnson said that the the county was being invaded by the Sinaloa cartel um, and talked a great deal about, uh, we saw some, uh, uh, some crime scene photos, uh, lots of numbers of um, amounts of cocaine seized, amounts of heroin seized, amounts of currency seized. Um, Talk about, uh, you know, what the DEA had to say about who was, you know, I think, I think he had, he gave the names of nine people who had been arrested who the DEA, DEA identified as Sinaloa cartel members who were arrested in Alamance County on a on a bust. That was a few years ago. Okay, a few years ago. Yeah. When there have been, you know, and there, some of these cases are cases that I remember. Um, the case in Green Level with the, uh, as a trailer park where the guy got shot because there was a drug deal gone bad and they kidnapped somebody's father to, you know, to get the, the yeah. drug money back. You yeah, I covered one? that one. Yeah. Right. I also covered the, the second trial on that one. And then there's a kidnapping case that uh, um, he had a press conference about a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. A guy was kidnapped out of Mebbin and held in a trailer in Lumberton, um, to, yeah. apparently to blackmail his brother, which is something that he told me at the time off the record, but said publicly last night was that he'd been kidnapped because his brother was still in Mexico and they're trying to blackmail his brother into smuggling drugs. Uh, but the uh, one of the speakers was a, a man from Graham who said that the sheriff needs to substantiate that the uh, the rise in crime is to do with illegal immigration or immigration in general, which I can't say for sure that he's 
able to 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 square that circle. But I think it's arguable that that drug trafficking has got a lot to do with crime in Alamance County if you spend any time in the courthouse. Right. And then uh, we had somebody who came up and actually called anything that we make, anything that the sheriff's office receives from housing ICE detainees is blood money. And then somebody who came up and asked at the uh, the training center they're talking about building a green level be named after the sheriff, which okay. the sheriff rolled his eyes at. It's interesting. I just want to say, having sat in on the DOJ case or right. anything, the green level split so there is this really strong contingent in Green Level that loves Terry Johnson. They really do. They love him. Right. Um, and and that was interesting. There were a few residents who spoke during that trial uh, about the responsiveness of the sheriff's office and how they needed the sheriff's office more up there. That's not surprising. I mean, I've, I've spent some time covering Green Level uh, years ago, and there's a lot of older people there who own their homes and are often retired or have jobs or that sort of thing. And they don't like the way the town feels at night. Yeah. You know, they yeah. really want the sheriff's office there. And the sheriff's office has always, they've got people who are, who are tasked to be in green level. So it's not surprising yeah. that, that he's well liked there. That was a tangent, but it it's, um, that's a, at least a tribute to responsiveness in oh, yeah. law enforcement. Oh, definitely, definitely. I don't, I don't think that there's anybody who can say Terry Johnson doesn't take law enforcement seriously. Yeah. But, uh, well, there's an interesting moment, though, when um, because you had all those people speak, and then um, we they went, the commissioners went on with their meeting, and it was a usual commissioner's meeting. They had a graduating class for the Government 101 class, uh, you know, uh, consent agenda. They had a presentation on the school bonds now that the sales tax increase was not approved. And then when uh, t- uh, the sheriff had his presentation um, – Sam Page opened for him. And as soon as Sam Page uh, said Immigrations and Customs Enforcement, all the people who had come with Siembra, all the people who had come with Progress, or not uh, down home North Carolina, got up and walked out the door. Yeah. And they, no one said a word. No one held up a sign. Everybody just got up and walked out. And uh, so I thought that was, I guess that was their, uh, that was their statement inside. Just on the side, I've always found that to be an odd way to make a statement i mean you're making the statement yeah uh, amy gailey after uh, after the sheriff's presentation said something basically saying you know those people showed how much they care about other people's perspective and and yeah. they left the sheriff with a completely friendly audience yeah and <laughs> when yeah. he said i recommend that you hire 18 more people for the sheriff's office everybody say i everybody in the room said i except of course for the commissioners who were the ones who get to actually vote on that but yeah you had mentioned also that that uh, Gary Williams spoke. Gary Williamson. Gary Williamson spoke inside. He did. Um, he was what did of, he have to say? He um, it was somewhat vague, but he was telling the commissioners that they were the people that that that, that were elected, and we as the voters support you. We, that's what, and we elected you, and now we support you. Um, and he mentioned that some people have gotten voted off, and some people have gotten voted on. He congratulated Steve Carter, who of course beat out Bob Bird. Bob Bird is in favor of moving the monument to private property, um, and the the only uh, Democrat that's on the board. And Steve Carter is, of course, the founder of Alamance Conservative, and and uh, in I don't believe has ever said anything about taking the monument down. In fact, I think supports keeping it there. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, and talked about. Uh, the need for everybody to be accountable and, and follow the law and be accountable when you violate the law and argue about whether or not there's an irony in that. Oh, and he, uh, he asked them not to let political correctness creep into Alamance County, uh, to, to do what's right, even no matter what people say about you. He said that people say all kinds of things about me, but you know, it's important to do what's right. 
But I mean, was he talking specifically about the monument? He wasn't talking specifically about anything. He was saying that vo- the voters elect the sheriff and elect the board and then support them. So do what you're supposed to do and we will support you is essentially his message. Okay. All right. Anything or anyone else notable from inside last night? I know that was a packed agenda full of other things. There's hardly any action taken at all at last night. There was just a lot of uh, conversation about things. No, I mean, the, the, like I said, Algie Gatewood was there. I understand the superintendent for the ABSS was there, but none of those people um, had a had an item on the agenda or spoke. Okay. Uh, what was the commissioner response, if any, to what uh, Johnson had to say about the need for more officers or the impact of immigration? Well, they did not get into uh, the specifics of the need for more officers. I think Eddie Boswell was saying, you know, during that presentation, you showed us a lot of photos of money seized, um, which, of course, the sheriff's office gets to use, seize drug money. And he said, well, you know, when we have these task forces, that money gets split among all these ta- all, all the different agencies. So I guess he was saying that that's not enough to actually hire all these people that he needs to hire. Tim Sutton was asking about the specifics of how this would work to continue working with ICE. What Sherry Johnson was saying that he had been told when he had been sued by the Department of Justice that he would no longer had the authority to to lease space to ICE, but he could still do it with the marshals, and he found that confusing. Apparently, that wasn't the case, and he's always had this this uh, capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not as if he ha- he needs anybody's permission to return to holding ICE detainees. He was saying that and Sutton was saying asking him if there was a case where he cited some case where there was a a man who was who was a undocumented immigrant who had, had no license, no insurance, and had a car accident, and the woman was seriously injured, and not in this county but nearby, you know, and he ended up being released and was probably driving again. Um, would the sheriff's office be able to do anything about that? And what uh, Johnson said was that they have a, he can call somebody in Raleigh when he believes that there's somebody he that is lying about their identity. Mm-hmm. Um, if I assume it's ICE. Uh, has somebody that they can can put a detainer on them, then they can hold that person. And then an ICE investigator can come and do an interview. His staff doesn't do the interviews anymore. That's part right. of the 287G. You know, we don't do the interviews. ICE is not in the jail. And he doesn't have access to uh, the secure communities database, mm-hmm. um, though he can, those people in Raleigh do. Right. But if they don't, if they can't get him a detainer within 48 hours, that person's got to be released or else he's subject, subject to lawsuit again. And he's absolutely going to avoid that uh, because, you know, for years they could not use any of that drug money they seized because mm-hmm. the DOJ wouldn't let them. Right. It's only recently come back into the uh, the sheriff's budget. Looking ahead, any way to the, you see this playing out or wrapping up or? Uh, what, talking about the sheriff's staffing or yeah. the ICE issue? Both and either. I, I'd be curious to see that. The, the commissioners tend to not like to add anything to the budget that's not during the budget cycle. Mm-hmm. They have made exceptions for the sheriff before. This would be a pretty big exception, I think. I mean, eighteen deputies is a that's a lot of money. Yeah, because um, it's just that's also eighteen cars, eighteen guns, eighteen uniforms. Yeah. Um, so they didn't talk specifically about how much money that would be. They didn't talk specifically about uh, how they would how they would address that. Like I said, not a lot of specifics. So okay. it's definitely going forward. I mean, yeah, it's something we ha- we have to press them on. Or I suppose that's my job. And as far as ICE goes, I think he's going to start holding detainees. And I don't believe there's anything anybody can do about it. Yeah. Except tell him it's a bad thing. You know, I think the sheriff would say I'm holding federal prisoners. That's that's something that we can do with our jail. So Right. 
although it's interesting. I mean, he was saying that he has to. One of his concerns is having the jail sta- understaffed as well. So it seems like more prisoners would put more strain on understaffed jail. But uh, and you know, and I have to say, if I was a jail guard, I would not want it to be understaffed. It's it's not a that's not a that's not an easy job. No, because when you're working in the jail, you're also in jail. Right, you're in jail. Yeah, yeah. You might have they might let you out. <laughs> but, but you're in there. All right. Well, thanks, Isaac. It's going to be interesting um, to watch. Yes, it will. And uh, thanks, Jessica, for your input earlier. She's still in here. Thank you. And uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Keep tabs at thetimesnews.com. We'll update all this stuff as we know what's happening.